Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Pause Reset Brunch Podcast. The May, it is the month of May. Oh my goodness, summer is basically nearly here. Um, if you're in the Charlotte region, it's basically feeling like summer already. Well, I'm excited because I've known this guest for quite some time. Her name is Melissa Brooks. Okay, so Melissa Brooks, she is a dynamic leader with more than 10 years of experience in the field of education, working with culturally diverse families as a family advocate. She's assisted with job placement, child care, and housing within the communities. She's committed herself to making an effective change to help curb gun violence and bullying among the youth and young adults. So let's welcome Executive Director of Step Up, Melissa Brooks. Hey, Hello. Melissa. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. So hear this, before I begin, I always like to ask um, my guests, what are they eating or snacking on or drinking at this moment? I can tell you right now that I'm actually having one of those naked drinks right now. Mm -hmm. I was pretty much lazy and it actually tastes good. Naked blue machine. Um, so that's what I'm doing right now. How about you? Are you snacking or drinking on anything? Yeah, I just have a bottle of water. <laughs> okay. What is yep. always safe? <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, we can kind of just get into it. Um, being a community activist is such a big deal, right? Yes. However, I feel sometimes it's underrated, you know, for the, the job and, and, and for everything that an activist puts in. What is your why for being a part of it for all these years? My why is um, the the differences within interacting with people and, and understanding them and just my organic nature of wanting to help and be an assist. So I would just leave that all to God. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty much my calling. Um, for many years, I've just been part of the community in different shape and forms. Um, one, not only just working with the youth, but um, also, you know, being an entrepreneur with having my own hair salon, giving back within the community in that form. Um, and now with Step Up, um, just, you know, going into schools, giving presentations and assisting them with with knowledge and education, educating them on, you know, how to use critical thinking and conflict resolution in order to prevent you know, situations from escalating. Um, also, you know, I, I worked in the healthcare uh, field. So it's just kind of my nature working with people and just, you know, being an open vessel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So basically it's kind of like an, an alignment. An alignment, yes. Yeah, as far as what, what you've always done versus where you are today. So can you explain Step Up, the organization itself? Okay, with Step Up, Step Up is a community-based organization um, in Philadelphia. Um, 
and it's primarily focused on education and inspirational short films that open dialogue about preventing gun violence and bullying within the local schools and neighborhoods. And um, <clears throat> what we do is um, we try to invoke the mindset of selfless individuals and help make an impact through these short films that we created. And the, the short film's about 15 minutes long and it basically demonstrates how um, to approach a positive and a negative um, when it's about bullying or gun violence within the schools. And so, um, you know, we've worked on, our first film was um, Step Up to Help Curb Gun Violence. And um, we basically took children from within the neighborhoods and just, you know, within the family that helped put this film together. And um, so we use that and we go into schools and we do presentations and um, questionnaires and surveys just to kind of have an open dialogue with, with, the, with the staff and the students um, to help bring awareness and um, you know, to ha have a better outcome of what they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know, we also, uh, Kate, we focus on bullying, you know, drug use, gang gangs, um, and also physical fitness. That's gonna be one of the things that, you know, you know, to tap into because right now we're in an element where self-care is very important and mental health as well. So, you know, it's going to be a series of short films that are going to be produced out. And our goal is to pretty much reach, you know, every school across mm -hmm. the globe, you know. Okay, okay. Currently, right now, um, where's the program located? Um, right now, the program is located in Philadelphia. Um, mm -hmm. That's the home base. But we, I'm also, I live in Maryland. Mm -hmm. So we also are making, you know, some lead way in Maryland. Um, I actually spoke with a few councilmen in the area of where I live. And so, and I reached out to some of the schools as well. So we have some, you know, lead, some, some lead way coming. And um, we um, definitely have some traction within Philadelphia where we, collaborate with a few other organizations mm -hmm. and um you know whenever there's events and things of that nature we we join join with them okay now I can tell you um that you've always been a passionate person about current events especially your family so after a long day dealing with um step up and and everything that's associated with it what, what are your methods to decompress, to be your best self at home? So my first thing is to breathe and then I pray. Mm. And so, because when we go into these schools and we speak with students and, you know, there's so many stories, um, especially related to, you know, gun violence. Um, it just, it's un. It's, it's so unreal. Like it's, it's, it's really happening, but at the same time, it, you know, I, I, I'm such an empath where I just take in mm -hmm. a lot of the emotions. And so when I get home, I take a deep breath and then I pray, I pray for myself to be able to have the strength to go on to the next day and, you know, mentally be able to deal with 
all the information and people that I encounter. I, um, I take a hot bath, a hot shower, and I pray in the shower, honestly. And, um, and I just rest. I take that time to sit and to just kind of reset and um, find new ways to handle situations that one, I might not be so familiar with. So I'll educate myself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's within reading or even watching, uh, you know, certain videos pertaining to the information that I've received. Um, but yeah, I pretty much do that. I spend time with my daughter. Um, she's 14. So this is a crucial stage in her life as well, mm-hmm. you know, and I need to make sure that she is, um, she's just as important because there's times where I'm gone for, you know, a couple of days and that can, you know, have an impact on her as well. So I just make sure I take that time to spend with her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and fill her up <laughs> with all my love. I hear that. And, yeah. Or do you think, do you see your, your kids following in the path of um, being an activist? Um, well, Samaya, she is right now in the stage of, of um, finding herself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's more focused with her friends. I mean, she does a number of things. She does gymnastics. She takes Chinese. So she, you know, she... Mm. Um, doesn't necessarily want to um, go with me when I ask. So I don't necessarily (laughs) see her um, at this stage, you know, but she's watching and she helps, you know, with helping spread the message, you know, whether via social media, of course, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and she'll help out behind the scenes, like when I'm getting merchandise together and things of that nature. But as far as actually being out there, um, not as of yet. My son, however, he actually started um, in baby steps, I want to say, um, with becoming an activist. I mean, he's always been informed of what goes on in this world. And, and you know, he definitely wants to make a change. I mean, I'm taking it back as to um, back in 2020, when they had the march down in D.C., um, he actually graduated that June 5th, actually. And um, and then he said, Ma, I feel like this is something that I need to do. So he went to go down to protest. And um, I thought that was awesome. But to bring it back to what's going on now, he actually took part in the film. So he's one of the lead actors in the first film that we, we've created. And, um, you know, so he's, you know, taking his small steps in trying to become more involved. Um, him, he also has assisted me, you know, with creating things, you know, with the social media outlets and things of that nature. But, um, but yeah, so my kids have, um, in their own way, shown their support. Mm-hmm. And, um, and also, you know, I see little glimpse of, of them being involved just because of who I am as being right. their mother and mm-hmm. as a woman, you know, so they, they thoroughly respect it. But I also, you know, I believe in letting an individual be just that, be themselves Mm -hmm. and being supportive within that, you know. Awesome. So I just want to share something with the audience, a little fun fact about Melissa. So I used to have a lot for 17 years to be exact. Um, And Melissa was the one who started my locks back in back in Boston. She showed me how to maintain them. Um, and that was around a time when, you know, some hairdressers, they greedy. They will tell you, keep coming back. 
every two weeks, you know, uh, Melissa, she was very um, nurturing and showing you what you would need to do to maintain the locks, which was very um, beneficial for me when I moved to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina until I found my stylist who um, I absolutely love now as well. So, and, and one of the things, this is not surprising for me to hear that you're involved in this because I remember the conversations. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I know how, how deeply passionate you can get about, you know, society and things that, that are going on. So in regards to that, when did you realize you wanted to change paths? Because you were good at what you did. So when did you realize you just wanted to change paths, make that great? Right. So as you remember, um, uh, with having that hair salon, mm-hmm. I had my son at the same time. Mm-hmm. And just watching him grow and develop in the salon, it just wasn't fulfilling in a way. I felt like I was being selfish. I mean, not only, you know, I wasn't being, I wasn't fully allowing him to develop because he was in the shop 24 seven with me. Mm-hmm. So um, after a certain point, um, you know, I wanted him to be amongst his peers. And, you know, so I put him into a Montessori school. And then in that moment, my body just was kind of giving out. But my mindset was still in wanting to be part of helping, you know, or mm-hmm. creating. And shortly after that, I actually started a paint company. And um, I painted for a little while. And oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. So I was painting houses, interior, exterior. <laughs> and, um, and then I shifted into um, thinking about working with children. And that's how it became part of, um, I was working with ABCD, um, a Head Start program for low-income families that was in Rosendale. Mm-hmm. So um, just being in that element, just kind of brought me into a mindset of, okay, what do I do next? Um, Shortly after, like a few years later, I moved and um, I just said, okay, I need to get involved. I always felt like I needed to be part of the community. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just being in Maryland, you know, by myself in a sense, I mean, I have my, my brother was in Virginia, of course, and I had my cousin in, in Jessup, but I just felt like I needed to be a part of something. So I would pray and I didn't know what to do or how to go about it at the time because COVID had hit. And actually I was going to start my paint company up down there again. Mm. So I came across, I met a young man, his name is Tremaine Hicks. And um, so the story on this guy, he is um, an exoneree. So he was locked up for 20 years. Well, 19 years, 19 and some change for a crime that he didn't commit. Mm-hmm. And um, just hearing his story just opened up a whole new world. So how Step Up took form was this was an idea of where he wanted to develop um, all his thoughts and, and all. He's a creative writer. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to put something into effect to have 
not only be a you know presentation to the community and help others, but you know this is just gun violence is just compelling. It's just been going on forever, and so just collaborating with him, hearing his story and his passion and his drive only prompt me and motivated me more still to say, okay, um, listen, this is what we can do. We can work together and formulate this nonprofit and take off from there. So thus far it's been pretty successful. Um, and it just feels like home because mm -hmm. it's everything that I love doing. I love being, you know, busy. <laughs> mm -hmm. And as you know, when you start a nonprofit, you know, you, you wear many hats and also it's tying me into the community. It's tying me into the children, making it an effective change, at least having an impact on them to let them know that somebody genuinely cares. And, you know, this is not me wanting something from them. This is wanting me to let them know that they are being seen, they are being heard and they are being loved, you know? And I feel like in today's world, especially with technology, a lot of kids are absent from that, right. you know? The, their mindset is totally aloof when it comes to the reality, you know, and, and it's not, it's not healthy and it's not safe, you know, um, it's hard right now because the morality is gone. It will not gone, but losing its, its structure when it mm -hmm. comes to the, to the young kids and, and even young adults. You know, um, people are all about wanting to impress someone through Instagram or, you know, social media, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it's just kind of like when you when you have a pure heart and your your intentions are authentic and good and you just want to, you know, let people know that there's still someone out here that cares. I just feel like that's who that's who I know that I am and I just feel like once that gets presented and it's consistent and and that you've known me for 20 years plus I don't mean to tell our age <laughs> but it's I've been consistent with who I am you know what I mean mm -hmm. and as and as many um hurdles that I jump over you know I just get back up and say okay you know because I feel like God is working through me he's using me to make an impact, you know, to touch mm -hmm. people, to bring awareness. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's what we all are doing in our own way. Um, however, it's just more so now with Step Up, um, I feel like this really needs to get out there and we really need to make a change, you know. Um, a lot of people are, are saying, and, but not enough are doing. And I'm actually one of those who do. I'm a doer, you know. I like to get out there and... Um, have make an effect you know make mm -hmm. change mm -hmm. so let me ask you a question and I and, and at first I wasn't going to ask this but I'm just so curious in light of the latest publicized terrorist act um that happened uh recently with the 18 year old in Buffalo uh, in Buffalo what what do you what what, what do you say to um to the young people you deal with it, it you know if they had questions or concerns regarding this i mean there's so much hate going on you know they talk a, a good game um however this 18 year old had this gun and shot down how many people with this nothing is being done 
how how what, what are the things that you're doing in regards to gun control or what do you even think about that situation in general that just took place so of course my heart goes out to all the families and mm-hmm. my prayers within them that have been affected by this and the 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 first thing that comes to mind is is why and 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 how was this 18 year old just able to just go out and about and it's kind of it's a situation of where you know you want to say okay mental health and things of that nature no he's had pure hate in his heart and Mm -hmm. how can you reach someone like that and Mm -hmm. let them know the consequences at the same time of their actions and I feel like these kids they that one it was just what's being what's being portrayed now in the, in the media is that you can go out and do this and chances are you'll be you know sentenced for a light few years or mental institution and get off you know like um in charlottesville what the, the david ritter i forgot the young boy that um had the um the rifle, the AK-47, and went mm-hmm. and shot people. He, you know, went to trial and he got off, you know. So now I see the more that it's more of a slap on the wrist, but go ahead and, you know, exhibit your hate and nothing's going to happen to you. And I feel like, one, with gun control, this is a, a, that's just a tricky topic because on one end, you know, they're allowing everybody to have access in a sense, right? They say, oh, you need to have background checks and things. It's not as thorough as it should be. Um, There's not enough education on that topic as well, for especially for young kids. And two, the consequences are not really being um, highlighted. It's more undertone in my eyes because if you know that this, you know, you're going away for 20, 30 years if you commit this crime and you just go out and commit it without a care, that's a problem, you know? So I feel like mm-hmm. education is definitely being lacked. There's no, there's no concept of reality in this, in this setting because they just go out and do it with no consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, but this situation in Buffalo it's heart-wrenching because when things of this happen in mass numbers it only gets attention for a short amount of time Mm -hmm. and then it fades off and it seems like no one's doing anything Mm -hmm. what I would tell kids in situations like this you know um it's hard to to really I because I don't really know the full background on that story in particular I did Mm -hmm. come across it Mm -hmm. but I know for me that child or that that person had some type of issue prior obviously to create such such an act and it's more so like how could that have been prevented you know because Mm -hmm. and why did you do it so it starts at home you know Mm -hmm. and I feel like if um we just tap into especially now with the children at, a, at, at the ages between seven and 18 or even older and, and, and parents, if we can get into their mindset to let them know 
not only the consequences are, are greater than what they would ever expect, but you're, you're ruining other people's lives, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, And you and, and you know and, and you have to take some accountability at some point, you know, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't have to be when you get locked up. It should be in the beginning stages. So we could tap back into that and really think about the right things and the wrong things that will, you know, transpire if this action takes place. Maybe, you know, we there could be some type of prevention in, in that case. Mm-hmm. When you say accountability, I just I just find it's lacking, not only in young yes. people, but in, you know, people our age at times is like, right. wow, you know, people don't want to take accountability. And I don't know where that was. I guess it does start from home because, mm-hmm. you know, from what our parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, you know, what seemed like common to us being, you know, taking accountability You'd be surprised how many people accountability for what? You know, that's their mentality. Right. Yeah. So another question for you. Have you ever thought about what you want your legacy to be? Yes. I want my legacy to to be powerful um um, my legacy to be consistent (laughs) um and just you know remembered of um and accountability you know Mm -hmm. um okay so powerful (laughs) powerful consistent and accountable I write that down because I, I think that's, even though those are three words, I, I think those are strong because it's hard to stay consistent sometimes, right? Right, With it is. the world, the way how the world is, how do you stay true to yourself? Right. You know? And even though you and I, we haven't spoken in, I don't know how long, but I, I still feel that that consistent, passionate person, that, 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 that true person that I met years ago when I started my locks, I can still feel that, that person, that, that genuine person, of course, growth, of course, Mm -hmm. but I can, I can still feel, I can still feel that. So, you know, that's a blessing (laughs) because a lot of people change over the Mm -hmm. years, depending on, you know, um, Depend, depending on situations right and you know and change is good but you know the true core of who you are will always remain it'll mm-hmm. be affected in a lot of different ways right but I feel like for myself honesty truth has has trumped all of that mm-hmm. you know I've I'm not saying that um, I haven't told her, you know, <laughs> deviated from something, but I've been true to who, who I know me to be. And as it shifted from my 20s to my 30s and so forth, you know, um, my love for life in itself mm-hmm. 
And, you know, it's just, I'm so, I'm filled with gratitude. I'm so grateful, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, um, and a, a huge part of that is just my faith and, you know, keeping my, keeping my, my focus on, on God and just making that promise to myself to, to be true to mm-hmm. who, who I know me to be. And yes, it does shift, um, in many different ways in the sense of um you learning new people you know learning new things but like you said that passion that I've had has always been in me since I was a little girl you know mm-hmm. um with doing here you know was just something that just developed and I wanted to see forth of spreading that that love and that energy to other people and like you've mentioned you know you was impacted by that in a way because I believe you know when you're out doing a service or helping someone it should just be just that I have you know nothing to gain and given that it was a business <laughs> you know you don't want to be foolish you got to think on that aspect too but it didn't control me in that sense you know what I mean and I've always believed in educating people and things what you do because that's the purity we're supposed to pass it forward you move it forward pass it on you know we're not Mm -hmm. supposed to take everything we know and have and keep it to ourselves you know she made me read a book before she started my locks (laughs) y'all I believe in education. Like you gotta <laughs> educate yourself. You know, mm-hmm. I don't believe in just doing things for abuse because it's a fad or everybody else is doing it. And just you know, as they say, jump on the bandwagon. You know, mm-hmm. no. You, if you're gonna be into something, you have to educate yourself. Know what you're doing before you do it. You know, and and that's what I like to teach these kids that I come across, um, you know, the, in not only just my own, but I feel like all the kids in this, in this community around us, mm-hmm. like they say, it takes a village, you know, and mm-hmm. I believe in that. And we just been conditioned in a way nowadays to kind of mind your business, stay to yourself. And to a certain degree, yes. But for the most part, when you see someone is crying out for help and they might not necessarily just, display it in a way but you know that they need some type of reassurance that it's going to be okay I don't feel like I should be hesitant on that you know you definitely want to be cautious and make sure you know you're not intruding on someone's space but you also want to you know let them know that that there's still love out here you know there's still people that care without nothing to gain from it and just move passing it forward Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for our audience that's that's um, that's going to be listening, how can they find out more information about Step Up, or how can they contact you? What are your what are your your methods for being contacted? Okay, so we do have a website. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called StepUpForYouth.org, and it's um, it's the number four. So it's Step Up S T E P U P the number four. Y-O-U-T-H dot O-R-G. Mm-hmm. Um, we also um, have a website called stepup.est2008 at gmail.com. Did I say website? I meant email yeah. account. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, we're definitely on social media. We're on Instagram which is um, step up underscore EST 2008 or on Twitter, 
um, at Step Up 2008. We're on Facebook. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And we're actually, I just, we got TikTok. So, um, but all that information, once you go on the website and again, the website stepupforyouth.org, it's at the bottom of the, the page and, you know, you'll be able to just tap on one of the icons and it'll bring you right to the page. Um, telephone number that we have is 484-612-2573. And then to reach me directly is, um, 857-301-0901. I'd be glad to answer any questions or, um, you know, we're also selling merchandise. We have our Step Up t-shirts that are online and we also just um, got some Step Up hats. So we're trying to, you know, build up the merchandise sector so we can um, continue to raise money mm-hmm. um, and to, you know, pour back into the community. Um, we use the money to not only create the film, you know, pay the film crew and the actors, but also, you know, to donate money to, you know, children that are in need of assistance at the time. Um, we haven't um, really branched out beyond that as of yet, but it's, you know, still, we're still growing. We're fairly new um, and we're making it happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else you want the audience to know? Um, that um, this is an important um, journey that I'm on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, be so appreciative if we can, you know, get the support from others. Um, I definitely give the support right back. Um, I believe in helping each other is, you know, something that is needed in this day and age. And um, whatever I can do to help assist someone, I'm willing to do it. I'm just wanting, praying that that is reciprocated. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of light, a lot of love, and just, you know, help keep these babies safe. (laughs) You know, I am. you know, and, and, and us, you know, we, we need, we need each other as, as a community, you know, as a, as humans, you know, a human race is, is something that is definitely being tampered with. I feel like we are all in this together and we just really need to focus on the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Melissa, I want to thank you today for being um, for being guest on Pause Reset Brunch Podcast. This has been a pleasure and I wish you nothing but success with this, with this um, journey. Um, I pray that it does touch globally, you know, as, as God desires and as you desire. Um, so if you are interested out there in being a guest on Pause Reset Brunch podcast, you may email me at pauseresetbrunch at gmail.com or check out the website www.naturalandting.com. Melissa, thank you again. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Enjoy that water. <laughs> <laughs> and, you have, and you have an awesome day. You have a blessed day too, Natalie. Thank you so much. And I love you. I love you too, girl. All right.